Hi, I'm Sadek. And I'm Christian. This is episode 79 of Shades of Brown. Uh, this week, we're, we're going to talk about something that we usually uh, avoid, right? This is this is not like a thing that we usually talk about. We're talking about, this is not earnings, but it is, it is an up, like, it's a guidance up, what, is it, what do you call it? Uh, it's, it's like, it's so, what, so how earnings work in these states is that you have to like give guidance. You have to give a forecast, right? For your next quarter. And if you say, oh, we forecast that we're going to make like $10 trillion, but you actually only make like 20 bucks, you get fined by the SEC because you're basically, you're trying to play with the stock market, right? So if your forecast changes for whatever reason in a, you know, like in a significant way, then you have to update the guidance for it. Um, so what Apple did is that they went ahead and they updated their guidance to basically say, uh, yeah, we're not selling as many iPhones as we think. There's a couple of little things, but that's like the big part of it. And the part that pertains to us is just, there's a, let's see, so there's a couple things that I want to talk about. I don't actually care about the numbers, but the reasoning is a little bit important here. Because while we obviously have a trade war going on between uh, the states and China, although it's not really a trade war, I don't like the word trade war. It's more of like um, shitty political decisions made in one country and the other and the rest of the world being like, dude, what the fuck? And then that one country just like, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, dog. I got it. And everyone's like, I don't think you actually got it. And, you know, the U.S. is like, nah, dog, it's going to be straight. It it ain't straight. But um, there's that. And then the bit that's really interesting is that Tim Cook made mention in a guidance to investors that the um, longevity of iOS 12, right, and the battery and the cheap replacements of batteries is also another reason. And while while we can see this as Tim maybe making shit up, you kind of can't make shit up. You, there has to be some honesty in this or else you... No, 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 he cannot. He actually literally cannot make shit up because it's legally... Like, if you make shit up in, in something like this, it is like, you can... The SEC... Is, is not going to be pleased, right? Uh, so the like he li- he literally I don't think I don't think Tim Cook is lying in any of like not lying directly anyway. Yeah, lying I mean like he's probably perhaps. playing with numbers and like you know using not playing with numbers per se, but like you doing the thing right where you uh, play with the axes on a graph to make things seem more favorable. There's a little bit of like that metaphorically going on, and his language is optimistic in places where maybe it's not shouldn't be but there's no outright lying it's the normal shit you get from apple which is why it's interesting that they're saying that you know these battery replacements and you know the longevity of current devices is also hurting them i guess like the it's we all want you know like repairable devices and then capitalism gets in the way and then when a company tries to like even like you know they're not even opening the door they're just kind of like putting their finger on the doorknob and uh, of like repairable devices and the stock market's like, fuck you, pal. Yeah, it was amazing to me that Tim Cook actually mentioned that directly. Like, like he actually alluded to it. Like, he mentioned it without even alluding. Like, it was a direct mention. It was not It was not something we inferred or we made up. Uh, it was something Tim Cook said. Uh, and that is, that is amazing to me. Like, it's not like the iPhone was made repairable. It was just that the battery replacement program right essentially remove essentially re- uh reduce the force of the forced obsolescence right right the well not forced obsolescence it's because is, is it forced obsolescence if the batteries are sealed and they degrade over time that's that's just physics but the the nature of it is that uh people were buying new phones because of the way 
the iOS would start throttling the start start throttling so that your your phone didn't suddenly just you know shut off because the battery couldn't deliver the required uh, required power uh, to the processor to to ramp up. So like all these things, uh, like I don't even know what to say. Like it's it's, it's so what what I think the broader ramifications of this is. If Apple does something, the rest of the industry always copies them, right? Like if you, so I think this is whatever Apple does in 2019 to combat this is probably what the rest of the smartphone and, you know, computer industry is going to do because Apple started raising their prices. Samsung and everyone else is like, oh shit, we can now charge a thousand dollars for a phone and get away with it. Apple makes more repairable devices and ones that stay longer. Maybe other OEMs might try and do that just to keep on pace with them. Because the people might end up like buying iPhones just because they technically last longer. But I, I'm I'm thinking, how do they fight that? Right? Do they just make their phones even more locked down and harder to repair now, or or do they just keep or do they lower prices again? Because those are the two options. You yeah. can either lower prices again and make sure that these phones aren't like super expensive and that people can actually afford them without, you know, mm-hmm. um, taking out like a second mortgage, <laughs> like Neil, I was saying on the verge cast earlier this week. Uh, yeah. but, or they, they can just go ahead and say, fuck it. We'll just keep making things repairable, but we'll charge more money for them. So if you, if you spend a thousand dollars, just know that that's going to be a purchase for five years and we'll try and make it up by selling you Apple music and a video like streaming service. Right. And it's it's interesting that now these two like strategies are coming to a head because I think whichever one they pick, the rest of the industry is going to follow a little bit. That is that is true. So we're gonna link to the actual letter here if you if anybody wants to read that. Uh, it's just, it's it's uh, it's very long. It's fourteen. It is very words. long. It's surprisingly long. Uh, so yeah, go, if you want to read that, go have a read. And you know, you know, I, I have to mention something before we go. Like every everybody, when this letter came out, everybody on on like social media turns into a Chinese economist or something, because everybody's theorizing about like China uh, and like how its economy works. And I'm like, Apple bloggers don't know shit about the Chinese economy. Like, please. That this please is why this is why I try not to talk about the it's not like you know that there's nothing interesting going on over there it's just honestly i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about if i start talking about it so what's like it's uh, podcasting tip number one having a nice microphone can only make you sound knowledgeable up into a certain point <laughs> and then you just turn into apple pr yeah d- don't don't be a, like don't, what, don't what call call it? amateur <laughs> don't go full amateur. apple pr <laughs> apple amateur apple pr uh week on on twitter uh, uh, so yeah and don't do that uh, yeah, don't. It's basically, oh my god! So, I my favorite my favorite kind of podcast is the I just want to explain what Apple's talking about, what they mean. Podcast. What like, do they mean? What do they mean when they say <laughs> batteries are twenty nine dollars? Why didn't they go for thirty? Yeah, why, why that one dollar? Oh no! What, what could it possibly mean? <laughs> oh, what does it god. mean that Apple makes slightly less money than it did last year? So I feel like historians one day are going to look back on like this era and be like humans as like a species spent a whole lot of time theorizing about shit that kind of doesn't actually matter. Like, <laughs> like I get it. You like Apple stuff and you like computers like cool. I, I too use things made by Apple, but like I've never once thought to myself, what does Tim mean when he doesn't <laughs> button his shirt all the way? What does Tim mean <laughs> if his tuck's a little bit weird when he's, uh, when he, when he's, when he's, when he's, you know, on stage, what does it mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I just don't think about that. Cause I don't think it actually matters. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and like, yeah. I, 
and even if it does you know there's only there's only so much of an arg you can keep playing until you realize that it's just bad story writing yeah yeah so moving on to things that should be in stories but it's actually real uh CES uh, 2019. So, um, firstly, I, I, we just CES. You know, it's fucking CES. I, I think we like went over this last year. And we talked about CES. Yeah. You just can't escape it. It, it, it's, it exists. It's there. And I, I don't know if the world is worse off if it went away, or be like, or be better off if it went away, right? Like, because we have one central point for all this bullshit instead of it just like being in a bunch of like other places, right? So. How, what is your personal relationship with CES? How does CES make you feel? <sighs> CES, like CES, always is like it's, it's it feels like uh, like the worst. Like it is, it is literally in the name, right? Con- the consumer electronics show, right? It literally feels to be like the most worst capitalistic consumers uh, bullshit to ever. Happen. Oh my god! Do you remember that that game Cyberpunk? The one that's like that's been in the news recently because they're, they're yeah. losing uh, funding. Yeah. See, so you know what they should do? They should just make cyberpunk, right? But instead of it being a cyberpunk game, it's just you walking around CES. It's it's like uh, I was thinking like a horror like a horror game where you have to like escape the escape the CES floor, but you have to use like all the gadgets on the floor to escape. It's so it's like it's a game like The Witness, right? And and the the difficulty of the puzzles goes up by the amount of K's on the TV. So at first you start with, you know, just 1080p, just 1K, and then you get 4K, and then you get 8K, right? And then, and then afterwards, you know, it's like a challenge mode, 8K plus 5G. And then, and then there's like a, a roguelike randomly generated mode, like it, that ties back into the cyberpunk thing, 8K plus 5G plus AI. Oh my God. You, you tied everything. Yeah. Tied everything together. You have to use your brand activations to figure out how to escape CES. Oh my God. You have to like guess, like, the correct like i don't know logo pattern or like i mean well obviously you'd be using your uh taco bell branded boosted board to oh uh use the google assistant to go ahead and uh run down you know some some enemies in w- while also sipping a refreshing seven up to get your health back <laughs> <laughs> oh my this, this is sounding like the, the game awards uh so let's 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 start with games or rather game-related, adjacent to games. Uh, NVIDIA, um, let me just, NVIDIA's first uh, 65-inch 4K HDR gaming display <laughs> uh, at 144 hertz and comes with G-Sync. And it costs, as I mentioned, $5,000. Uh, um, why? Uh, and, and they call these big format gaming displays? I so um my my thing about this is like what's the point of putting g-sync on a tv it's it's for the console uh not the consoles. none of the consoles no it's not it's not for the consoles the consoles only support free sync uh the the only the only fucking console that would benefit from this doesn't even support g-sync it's okay so it it comes with the nvidia shield built in right uh I feel like uh, like you would connect a PC to this, right? A gaming PC. Yeah, I feel like so. Actually, I think like this is made for like people who really who browse XDA developers a lot. 
Like, I don't know why. I just, I think he like has a shield built in. And like the shield is like, I think the NVIDIA shield is the only people who buy it are people who just really fucking love Android. Yeah. It's, I mean, admittedly, it's not a bad device, right? But it's like, for what it, what it does, I don't think it's just like not, it's not a bad device. But in this ridiculous setup, like, it, it, this is really not meant for to be used as like a normal TV, right? It is meant to be used as like a, as like if, if, if you, if you like, playing games on a big screen but you don't want to like you, you don't play console titles so you you don't want a console so you have a you have a gaming pc instead right uh so you just plug that in into this and then you can play uh fortnite but like who 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 does that also also i have a i have, a, I have another question um what's the lowest refresh rate g-sync can go down to uh i i don't know actually i'm i'm i I don't know if they're because I, I only ask this question because if it can't go down to twenty frames, there's like twenty four hertz, right? Then what's the point of it being a fucking TV? Because so the the, the benefit the benefit of having a TV right with a variable refresh rate is when you're watching films that are like twenty four hertz, right, twenty four frames per second, like traditional movies, the TV will obviously drop down to it, but. When you bring the UI up on top of it, it doesn't have to like refresh back to the 60 hertz mode to start to load the UI, which is a problem that some, you know, devices have right now. I don't even know. I don't even think G-Sync can go down that low. I think like 30 hertz to like 26 hertz is the cutoff oh for G-Sync. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I don't think it is meant to be used as a traditional TV. Like, honestly, I don't think it is meant for movies. Or Then, then who is going to buy this? I, I know you said like gamers, but like I... Ga- gamers I with way too much money. Uh like it's five grand. Like five grand can buy you the gaming PC. Yeah, you have. pretty much. I'm like, <laughs> so it's like literally if you if you spend like ten, like you can't even run most games uh, at 4K and at 144 hertz. So it's like kind of a moot point uh, as well. And I don't even think this does this even support HDMI 2.1. Like, let me Prob- double check on this. Let me it check should. It you. should support. No, no, it's only HDMI oh, 2. No. So that means. 2.1's the one that gives you the the the, the refresh rate stuff for 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 if you're connecting a PC to this you're going to use display port. No no yeah that's that's right that's right but like so this means even with game consoles like it could kind of work with the Xbox one, one X if it ever got like you could hack to skip FreeSync but if like you 2.1 gives you the really nice variable refresh rate stuff built into the spec. I, what is yeah, this? So they, this this TV <laughs> essentially the cost of it is is the is the G Sync stuff. The G Sync stuff is proprietary, and anything that comes with G Sync is automatically more expensive. Uh, ask me how I know because I have a monitor with G Sync. That's how that works. Uh, so like. I well, I just want to like laugh about this. I genuinely feel like this is actually like not a good product yeah. for the reasons of for the reasons of it's a 65 inch 4K HDR TV for five grand that isn't OLED and doesn't have HDMI 2.1. What's the what? What are you doing, Nvidia? What do you? What are you actually doing? Yeah, this. Yeah, I don't even know like, why. What? What is the market for this? Like literally. The, the markets for this is Linus from Linus Tech Tips. <laughs> it's literally. I don't. I don't think anyone else would ever buy this. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's let's move on to uh, I guess the Apple story somehow uh, at at CES. Uh, Apple is putting uh, iTunes on Samsung TVs uh, and also AirPlay too. Uh, so so now you can uh, stream. I guess you can use AirPlay 2 to like send stuff to the Samsung TV. 
Uh, and it also has like the iTunes movies and TV shows app, which means that he can, you know, watch uh, stuff that he bought on iTunes. Uh, so Apple is making a play here, right? Apple is making a play on TV vendors instead of uh, like... This is weird, though. Why, why aren't they just making their own TV? Like, I, I, I get that, you know... You, they probably just be rebranding a Samsung panel. Granted, it'd be a panel that they design, right? And one that, that's calibrated and probably be really nice to look at because Apple makes nice displays. But I I guess like they can do this instead of making TVs, but I feel like them making a TV is probably a smarter play. I mean, while also giving, you know, like AirPlay stuff, right? Because that TV can have like a built-in Apple TV and that, that would make sense on its own. Or you can do Samsung and use their ties and stuff, right? Like I still feel like it would make sense, but I think the story is interesting because tied with the one of like revenue problems, right? That they were having with phones. It's interesting that that they're taking more of a uh, let's just make more money off of services. Yeah, they're, this, they're moving to services as, as a sort of, and then they're, they're moving. They're essentially cutting out like the cable box middleman and like the TV uh, cable cable uh, providers and whatnot. They're just essentially going directly to the. To the, to the TV uh, TV device manufacturers themselves, and uh, that I think is a pretty smart uh, idea. I think uh, I wonder how how is the software update procedure for these? Like, does Apple update them, or is it like maintained by Samsung? Like, how does how does this work? Uh, or, or even better, right? Like, is this a native Tizen app? Is this a web app? Does it work with the Google Assistant? Does the Samsung TV support the Google Assistant? How does it, you know, like those little details? Are, I'm just like, is there someone who at Apple who is working, who like is writing QT apps for Tizen? I wonder. I really wonder how it works, like, as a as, as thing, as a technology uh, on these devices. Uh, so AirPlay 2 is pretty cool, but like, I. I mean, is AirPlay 2 like... So AirPlay uh, 2, basically, um, this is super layman to some people, Apple fans, maybe I might be oversimplifying it. But I want AirPlay 2 is like a low latency re-implementation of the cast protocol that Google and like Miracast and almost everything else uses. Because aesthetically, right, Google Cast, that's an open standard. Now, what Google does for the Chromecast stuff, right, where they... um. They make it work a little bit nicer of Android. Some of that's proprietary, but the idea, right, of loading a remote URL controlled by a phone, that's an open standard that, you know, like TVs can support. Um, and Apple has never wanted to, even though they totally should. And so they have AirPlay instead. So that's that's the that's the Apple story uh, at CES. Yeah, it's now it's time to now it's time to take all this garbage and put it where it belongs with our next story. Oh my god, this this <laughs> this fucking story is amazing because this is essentially everything that CES represents uh, as as a thing, like the the things that people laugh at. So let me just read the headline because you just start laughing at the headline, which is Kohler's smart toilet promises. Uh, "Quote unquote fully immersive experience <laughs> with built-in speakers, ambient lighting, and Amazon Alexa support. Why go anywhere else in your house?" <laughs> um, I like. I when I saw this, I was like, "This is not real. This is satire." But this is the Verge. I was like, "This can't be satire. This is not. It's not the Onion." Uh, and literally, this is this an actual thing, uh, and there's like pictures of it. Admittedly, it looks looks kind of neat if you like like sort of boxy, jagged edges uh, in your uh, toilets, I guess. Uh, 
and it has Alexa built in and apparently Google Assistant as well, I think. Uh, and apparently, if you want it in black, it costs $9,000, which is, which is a lot. Uh, I, Kishan, I, I don't even, like, the, the mirror is, like... So, what bothers me here is that they, they, this is supposed to be the ultimate toilet, <laughs> right? But there, there's something missing. Um, and, you know, Americans maybe may not know what this thing is, but it's called a bidet. Yeah. And um, the no toilet is an ultimate toilet without a built-in bidet. That, that is all. I, I have, I've only ever used them, like, once or twice at, like, my friend's house who are, like, from the eastern part of the world. Like, it's like some Russian person and also someone from Asia, right? They both had them on their toilets. And it, it's a life-changing experience. Um and in, until one day we can, I can activate it by day by screaming out an Amazon Alexa command. That until that day comes, I don't know if this is the ultimate toilet. Because full immersion is yelling that out. <laughs> full, full. Im- okay, you know, you know, like I'm reading, I'm, I'm actually sort of reading through this, and it's like, uh, like this, this line here was like, you get music, you get lights, you get colas, perfect fill, trademark bathtub technology <laughs> you, you also get it's it's a 2.0 do you know what that means that means that there is a 1.0 of this there is a this is not this isn't the first time that they've made a smart toilet so oh my god create so the the the, the brand uh, like the branding page for this toilet is like you know the, the the lead title is create an experience as unique as you um, I've never once thought that I wanted my toilet used to be personalized. Like, you know, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me. But I've never once been sitting on a toilet and thinking to myself, what if this had ad tracking? <laughs> what if, what if it stopped, what if it stopped working because my internet was down? What, what is, what is the Google analytics metric that you would put for toilets? Like flushing? Like, I don't know. What do you put? Oh my God. And it's, there's like an app to control it. But that's gross. Don't use don't don't use an app while you're using the toilet. Like, I mean, I know people use their phones and stuff, but like, I don't know. <laughs> it, I don't. I don't want to have my hands over my phone while I'm sitting on the toilet. Like, I don't. Oh my god! And then like, what's even? Oh my god! So wait, did you? Are you also on the same page as me? The Kohler US dot Kohler page. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Have you? Have did, did we? The, the pure warm heated toilet seat. <laughs> Three warm temperature settings for luxurious comfort. <sighs> You know, I, I I don't want to. Maybe this comes from a place of privilege, but if you have heating in your house, normally the toilet also is heated by that. I've never once, I've never once, you know, like been like, oh wow, it's seventy eight degrees, but golly, it's this toilet's like super cold. What's going on? I gotta go ahead and heat up my toilet, guys. Never, never thought about that. Even better, even better, guiding task lighting. For customizable illumination. What <laughs> on a toilet do I need to customize to be illuminated? I mean, that's what the mirror, I get right? It, I get it. R- R- G- no, no, this oh, is the toilet. Shit. This is the same description of the oh toilet. Oh, God. So, like, what do I do? What do I do there? Do I just, like, think to myself, I'm just like, oh, wow, I, I need some sick chroma on this. I need my toilet to match my Overwatch kills, you know, when I get a sick plays <laughs> diva, lights up pink. Like, I don't fucking know. What if, what if it has eight color what if you, options? What if you dog? could like play video games in there and like have it sync like the colors on your screen to like match the lighting, mm-hmm. right? Oh my god. It can match the lighting with the uh grip type bumpers to prevent shifting. 
I don't even want to know what that means. Um, <laughs> quiet release hinges. Poop. Don't slam the toilet seat. I feel like that's just me. That's just me. Like if your toilet's too loud when you close it, stop slamming it. Yeah, I stop, don't know. Stop, stop. I mean, I guess if you spent this much on the toilet, you probably got to slam it shut. Just so you know, you can like you, you can just feel like you, you get the warmth radiating from the heated seat. Apparently, I don't fucking know. You, 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 can, you, can, you can feel you can feel the, all the money you wasted on this. Uh, uh, so, <sighs> I like how there's like I, I, I like how there's like a twenty five percent discount code at the top of this website uh, for toilet seats. <laughs> it's called Seats Twenty Five. It's the discount code. <laughs> this, hold on a minute. Is this? Do you do you think their toilet platform can seat twenty five people at the same time? <gasps> like, what's how many users can you have using their smart toilet system before it just overloads and crashes because of poor network performance? <laughs> Also, like, how does it work if we have like multiple people living in the household? Like, does it like? Uh, I'm. A- Jesus, I'm done. We're this is re- this, this like, story is this over. It's all real. Like, I cannot. Like, this is not parody or like satire or like you know. This is this is all real. Like I told you, it's CES five K no five AK plus five G plus AI. <laughs> oh my god! So I think enough talking about this story. We have one last story about. New Ryzen chips, uh, Intel, not Intel, uh, AMD's uh, new 12 nanometer uh, Ryzen laptop chips, right? Uh, at CES, uh, oh, like this is this is it's actually trying to like get the jump on Intel, right? Like Intel's been uh, not great with the laptop line of chips. Uh, there's been a lot of delays and uh, roadblocks and whatnot. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else to say about these. Like these are. Um, I only wanted to bring this up because now Intel or AMD is making Chromebook chips, which is interesting because they haven't so far. I didn't. I maybe Google had like a a contract of Intel to, or they only like optimize it for Intel, which is like weird because it's all x86. But these Chromebook specific chips are 28 nanometers, which is whoof. I mean, they're still like six watts, so it's not too bad. But those, I feel like these AMD Chromebooks are not going to have that great of battery life. Although it might, you might get better performance for a lower price, which is always good. Um, my thing, my thing about uh, this AMD announcement is just like how dope Ryzen has been. Just looking back at it, right? Like even Intel would probably be even like slower with how they're moving right now if it wasn't for Ryzen. Yeah, Ryzen Ryzen actually forced Intel to put more cores in their high end chips, right? Because AMD was just like, "You want cores? We got cores." Uh, and Intel was like, "Wait a minute, uh, we can put some more cores too, I guess." Uh, so now, so now, like the high end chips have like six cores instead of four cores, right? Like my like my i seven uh, has six cores instead of four, like it needs to be like four cores on an i seven, right? Uh, so. So now you don't even have to like get the ridiculously priced i9 to get more cores. Uh so uh so yeah, it for it forced Intel to compete. But I think even at the highest levels, uh like I don't think AMD's performance quite matches, but I don't most people don't don't need or buy the highest end Intel uh chips anyway. So it's like uh Sort of not really, not really a big deal. I suppose it's only for enthusiasts and gamers who buy ridiculous Intel chips, like I did. Uh, and also, um, with the Chromebook specific chips, 
the GPUs on them are probably going to be way better than the uh, Intel integrated ones that you would get with their Celeron and Pentium lines. I mean, well, so because I know AMD uses like their APU system for RAID. Yeah, and I I think at least this one, I we're now venturing into the land of podcasters talking about things they're not 100% sure on. But from my memory, and I'm trying to Google as fast as possible, I'm pretty sure that the... Uh, that the that the uh, cheaper AMD CPUs still have better graphics for the price versus the Intel Pentium and the Intel Celeron chips. So and and like Chromebooks really need better GPUs. Yeah, for for all the all the all the GPU acceleration that Chrome needs, uh, just surprisingly quite a bit actually. Uh, I'm really surprised how much GPU power things need uh, in your browser. I mean, have you seen the? Uh, you remember the what was it? The Chromebooks. Slate? Pixel Slate? Pixel Slate, yeah. Hey, remember those like animations? They can use any GPU power, uh, man. I mean, I don't think that's, that was a problem with GPU power as much as it was bad as shitty programming. Uh, uh, that's a different... <laughs> we, we already talked about that shitty situation. So, I mean, this, these are... Anything, any other CES stories that you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, So, uh, CES is ongoing, and I've been refreshing the blogs this entire time, hoping that new stories come up. Um, so, this is just... CES is going to be ongoing. We are... In day one of CES, we have a whole week to go through next week. This is a whole week of CES. I I I, I got a story. I was just, I just went to Engadget uh, just to see see uh, LG uh, display unveils an eighty eight inch eight K OLED screen with built in sound. And this thing is ridiculous. I'm gonna just wait. Wait, is it does that built in five G and AI? Are we there? Are we there? <laughs> uh, I, I I don't think that it has. Uh, it is. It's, I think it's literally just a display. Uh, oh my. Well, that is that the curved one, right on the. Yeah, it, it, it is curved. Yeah, it is like. Well, it's not. Cur- it's like uh, it can curve, I think, or is it like uh, it's using like that's 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 a. There's all that displays look pretty nice, though. To be honest, uh, I actually think that um, OLED. Give it like five years from now is probably going to be just like commonplace on regular TVs. Just beautiful. Like this is this is a future I'm all for. Although what I what I'm wondering is, do you think that eventually TVs are going to move from HDMI to just USB C? Why? Why would they move from HDMI to thinner displays? Re- really, it's a smaller is, port. Is, is, is USB C? Oh well, yeah. I mean, y- yeah. I mean, it's a smaller. It is a physically smaller port. Like I don't. I mean, technically, yeah. But HDMI is still moving, right? It's like HDMI 2.1 that you mentioned earlier uh, is a thing. And it supports higher bandwidth, right? And uh, it also has the variable refresh rate thing that you mentioned. So I think I, I don't think HDMI is going anywhere because it's still like still works pretty well. Uh, and HDMI also has like the built-in DRM already, you know. Mm. Uh, HP HP has a new laptop with uh, with a 240 hertz display. Uh, a, a, the HP Omen. 15 god all like these gamer laptops are always so ridiculous i like i i cannot imagine anyone actually using any of these but i have seen people using these and i used to know somebody in in in, in university who had a uh had a acer i think predator uh Camera. So just uh, calling any product a predator, I feel like it's a bad move. That's just me. That's just me. You know, I, I maybe I don't know, but I, I wouldn't call something a predator. Uh, 
what you got there, bro? Oh man, I'm a predator. Like, <laughs> hmm, 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 no, that's not it a might good have been look. the uh, Asus ROG uh, predator, or is that, I don't know, it's Acer. Or Acer. If you throw the words ROG before predator, that makes it worse, not better. <laughs> Republic of Gamers, but you're also a predator. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, let's. Uh, I uh, I think we should just end this podcast. There's nothing. I I, I think I think we're just like rambling about. Uh, I don't know. Smart kettlebell is a gateway to subscription class. I don't even um, see this is this is what CES does to you. We were only a couple hours into CES and we've already gone off the deep end. Yeah, so let's let's end. I guess let's let's finish up. Uh, unless you have anything else to mention. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, CES predictions. What what do you think is the weirdest thing we're going to see? Do you think so? Here's my bet. My bet is that we're going to see a smart appliance with an 8k display that has a built-in 5g modem <laughs> and works with the uh Verizon? With Verizon? The google assistant I, well it's not Verizon only or something like that right it's got to be yeah. Verizon only. and 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 what this device does with that display is when it's idle it'll show you um branded advertisements for products i think you might want to buy off of amazon yeah. oh my god like it will and, and 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 to make matters worse like Verizon puts like their affiliate link on all the, on all the, <laughs> so they can make money. Uh, so they can essentially done. Oh my God. Imagine with that toilet though. Like it, it, eventually it'll have like a sensor and it'll display in a running low on toilet paper. And it's like, do you want to order more from oh Amazon? Oh my God. This is the future. This is the future we, des- we, we envision and we, d- we deserve because we're terrible, uh, et cetera. Uh, you can, you can find us, uh, I imagine we'll be back next week. We're going to talk more about uh, CES. Probably we're going to, there's going to be more stuff for sure. Uh, you can find us at twoshadesofbrown.com. The show notes are going to be there. You, can, you send us an email. If you find anything interesting at CES that you want to, you want us to talk about, uh, feel free to send it. Uh, contact at twoshadesofbrown.com. And you can find me on Mastodon at StaticSafe at mastodon.zomacloud.com mastodon loves the the, the toilet thing it's, it's hilarious actually uh at christian where can people find you on the internet you can find me on mastodon at shows fine at 10 forward dot social um where i will be abstaining from ces posts i that, that is a ces free zone i only mentioned ces today just to just to make just to point out we're doing it on the pod and that's it there's mm. yeah uh and with that Goodbye. Bye.